0: currently um technically speaking for me it is still nighttime even though it's a new day because <laughs> the sun hasn't hasn't risen as of yet but it is a new day and we are here and we are grateful to be alive um, we're going to continue with this last segment of rejection slash self-love i want to close it and i'm going to leave it here <clears throat> and wanted to excuse me. One of the main reasons why I want to close it because I feel like we've we've established all the key pointers that we need to start working on ourselves. And if you have already been working on yourself to continue working on yourself, understand that self-love is a lifetime journey. You know, you're not going to Be in this place where every day it's going to be smooth sailing. There are going to be days where it's going to be hard to look at your reflection. There's going to be days where it's going to be hard to love you, love yourself. Um, Not even paying attention to your surroundings. You know, there are certain people in your immediate circle that will forever love you regardless. And that's important, but it's not as important as how you view yourself. So be patient with yourself. Understand that you are a masterpiece in the making. Understand that you are not one that is immune from making mistakes. No matter how far up you make it, there's always room for failure and there's always room for growth. Um, The most beautiful thing about being human and understand your humane ways is that as long as you are on this earth there's always something to learn and there's always something to teach. And as long as you could remember these two things, life in itself will always be rewarding, even when it hands you a bitter cup. So this last part, um, I titled it um, Inner Glow, Outer Nose. And what I meant by that is Because of all the things that we've been through, especially rejection in our lives and rejection directly tying in with different forms of abuse, Um, what we've mastered, unfortunately, over the years is to silence that inner child, not allowing that inner child to express him or herself, being afraid to entertain what that inner child has to say, One thing that is amazing about children is their ability to have no filter. That's the most amazing thing that a child possesses. It's this innocence that they have just to be them. They haven't really adapted the notion of failure. They haven't really adapted the notion of not being accepted. They're just themselves themselves. These things are learned over time. As you get older, you're conditioned to keep certain things to self. You're conditioned to be quote-unquote diplomatic. So as you get older, you learn that there are certain things that you unfortunately have to keep for self because you don't want to be judged or you don't want to be misinterpreted or you don't want to focus on something that's going to deviate you from, I guess, reaching where you need to reach. But listening to these segments, I hope and my only prayer is that you actually... For the first time if not in a long time give your chance give yourself a chance to allow that inner child to speak and when you allow that to happen that place that you didn't think that was able to heal or that place that you were afraid if you would go would break you is that same place that's going to make you whole again and it's extremely scary I'm not going to even lie to you guys you will go through different things in your life and you learn to adapt but there's a certain level of pain that you experience that you cannot and God will not allow you to adapt to whether you break in front of people or whether you break alone. You will not be able to skip that hump. Allow that inner child to speak. She has something that she wants you to know. She has something that she wants to remind you. Allow him to speak. He has something to say. He doesn't want to be silenced anymore. He's tired of hurting and he's tired of being ignored. She's tired of hurting and she's tired of being ignored. Stop suffocating that inner voice, that cry. Allow it to speak because when you allow that inner pain to speak and it's heard, now healing could take place. I remember for years, I had this obsession with band-aids. I mean, I love band-aids. I used to just, you know, I can't tell my son this because he also <laughs> had an obsession with band-aids too, but I would just take them out the wrapper and just wear them. Was that around TLC? <laughs> I think so, but I just love band-aids. And, um, I was very, uh, prone to paper cuts or I was just looking for an excuse to always wear a band-aid you know, whichever you, you choose but I remember my grandmother telling me she would always say this, she was like oh you know you love wearing band-aids but it's not gonna really heal if you don't let it, if you don't let it be exposed and I'm like what is, what is this lady talking about clearly she didn't grow up with band-aids okay, so I mean, she doesn't know what she's talking about and she was absolutely right when you have a cut or when you have a wound, when you take the bandages off or when you take the bandaid off and it, it's exposed to the air, it gives the skin breathing room because, you know, our skin grows. Our skin is alive. So when you have an open wound or you have a cut or whatever it is, for the, epid- for the epidermis to grow back or to replace the air, hits it, and it allows it room, breathing room, I the simplest way to say it, for it to grow back or restore itself, because the skin restores itself. But when the band-aid is on it, it takes a lot longer, and you can tell, because when it gets wet, it gets mushy, then you have to change it, you know, and it, it's always lighter in that area, it doesn't look the same as uh, The rest of the area wherever the skin was broken, and as much as it hurt to take the bandage off or take the band aid off, and in the beginning, you know, you're afraid because you don't want anyone to hit it, you don't want to touch it, you don't want to get it wet like you know, you're always being cautious of it, but after a while. The hardest part was over, exposing the wound and allowing it to heal. So, in the beginning, it may hurt, but as the skin starts doing its job, before you know it, it heals. And sometimes, depending on what what kind of wound or cut it is, it takes longer. If you have stitches, it's going to be longer. If you have a gash, it's going to be longer. It all depends. But the same rule applies for it all. Once you let it expose, you let it open up, it heals. Now let's take this notion of exposure. In what ways can it be exposed? One of the most simplest ways to do so is to say it out loud. Do it by yourself. If you don't want anyone to be around and you're still a bit timid about what you went through, now that you actually remember and you allow it to surface, say it out loud by yourself. If you want, drive somewhere and shout. Where you know, in the middle of the forest or you know, on a beach somewhere. However you feel to say this or to express this. I don't do anything crazy or violent now. I'm just saying, you know, express it. Say it out loud. Bring life to it. Yeah, this is what I went through. And after you say it. right after you say it, say out loud that you know that you're not responsible for what happened and it wasn't your fault a lot of us we carry this inner pain and this inner shame because we feel either directly or indirectly that it's been our fault Over the years, you carry this baggage on the inside thinking that, well, it had to be me. Or if it's not me, it has something to do with me because why would this happen to me? Why didn't it happen to this person? Or why did I have to deal with that? Or it could be the reverse. Well, you know, everyone I knew was dealing with that. So who am I to be making a big deal about this? Why is my situation separate? We all went through this. So what's the big deal? I know that with me, that's usually how I look at it. Like, oh, get over it. It's not that serious. You're not the only one that had issues. Everybody had issues. You'll be all right. Put an H on your chest. Handle it. Keep it moving. And that's all in fine. That's great. There's nothing wrong with encouraging yourself and telling yourself, you know, to move on and keep going. That's how it's supposed to be. But it's supposed to be like that after the healing has been taking place. Because what you've been doing, or what we've been doing, is we've been lying to ourselves in complete denial of quote-unquote being okay. And your relationships around you prove that you're not okay. Your workmanship proves that you're not okay. Your vices prove that you're not okay. When you're alone and you're by yourself and there's no one around you proves that you're not okay. Your fear of being alone proves that you're not okay. So today, we're going to let the inner child speak. We're going to remove the bandage from the cut. We're going to let air hit it. think of air, I think of something that's free, free, that doesn't have any shape, any form, any face. And the only thing that I can compare to air is God. So when you allow that wound to be exposed and you take the bandage off and you expose it, you're exposing it to air, which is God. Allow that pain the room to heal. Now, some of you may be listening to this and be like, well, I don't have any inner pain. I don't have any issues with my inner child. I'm good. And that's great. What I would like for you to do is pass this podcast along to someone else that you know that isn't perfect, that has something that needs to be healed. Because I know one thing for sure, no matter how accomplished someone is, no matter how big or famous or successful or well put together, extremely articulate, refined, educated, multiple degrees, multiple plaques and everything you could think of, there's always something on that inner that is broken. A lot of us make it to where we are in our lives because of that brokenness. What I want you to understand is, peel it back like an onion, remove the embarrassment, remove the shame, and allow it to be. after you expose it let's just say that you're one of uh, let's just say that you're someone that is able to confront the person or, or people that have caused you pain or that's have that's made you feel this level of rejection i'm not saying today and I'm not saying tomorrow. But allow yourself before this year is up to confront that person and tell that person, now, understand this. I suggest, before you confront this person, understand the realistic atmosphere that you're in. There are certain people that no matter what has been done, they will deny it like until they're, uh, you know, six feet under, that they' never did anything and they don't recall anything and they don't know what you're talking about. Now if you feel that doing that is going to make you go through a process of you reverting or regressing back into your really deep shell, then don't do it. Sometimes the closure doesn't necessarily need to happen directly. Sometimes that closure is just something that you need to do with yourself. Speak it out loud. Let it go. A lot of us hold on to certain things because we seek closure. Or it's not over until this person knows how I feel. It's not over until this person knows what they did. I understand. I get it. And I've wanted closure on many things as well. But I've learned as I grew in wisdom that the real closure that I need is for me to accept what happened to me. A. B. Understand that I wasn't the one that called it upon myself. And C. I forgive that person. And I let them go. And I don't need them to acknowledge what they did. I don't need them to ever admit what they did. I know what happened and I understood and I get it. And I've moved on and I've freed myself. And now I'm going to live my life in full abundance. Now one thing that I've done is even with the people that I've confronted or the ones that I haven't confronted um i've made it my business to separate myself from a lot of people now understand i want you to listen to me closely there's certain forms of rejection that's taken place in your life in your past or in your present there's certain relationships that severing the ties is probably not realistic what I mean by that is now you are able and you are the author and finisher of your life, honestly. So if you do not want to interact with certain people, that's all up to you. What I'm saying is for certain people, for certain cultures, certain beliefs, there are certain ties that you will not be able to break or you're not going to feel comfortable breaking. But when you, what you can do and what you should do, there should be adjustments in that relationship, which means that how you used to treat me before, I'm not going to allow you to treat me this way anymore. And there are a few cases where, the, where people are not even aware that they're actually hurting someone else because they're so used to being a certain way or they group a certain way. Now, if you feel after addressing this matter, this person still feels to treat you a certain way, then you deciding the next step is up to you. Me personally, I do a lot better when I love certain people from a distance. I've learned on this journey of self-love that there are people that I love extremely, but it's a lot safer for me to love them from a distance. And there are other people that space was required, being a part was required, and if God sees fit, when maturity and wisdom has taken play, these relationships will come back and they'll be established. But it's a very tricky game when it comes to relationships, friendships, workships, however you want to call it. It's very tricky. And the reason why I say that is because you have to understand that there's a thin line between compromise and abuse. you got to be very careful with that. Yes, we can compromise. But if compromising with you automatically puts me in a place where I am degrading myself, then that's no longer compromise. And I'm gonna say again, in all the previous uh, recordings, I've mentioned so many different things that you can do to help you on this journey of self-love. But i'm gonna repeat it again not one is better than the other all of them are important and if you can you should at least try all of them and remember there are other things that you yourself could incorporate in your journey of self-love the great thing about putting you first and under and and loving yourself is when you finally have the freedom to enjoy certain things that make you feel more in a more positive light about your own self. So hobbies are great. Hobbies are great to incorporate on this journey because everything that you learn or you naturally have And you feel good about doing puts you in a place where you're actually very proud or happy you feel accomplished because you know that this is something that i'm good at and that's an awesome feeling that no one could ever take away from you but out of all the things And all the suggestions that I made, the one that stands out the most, and I am a very big advocate for, is counseling. Having someone who is completely non-biased, that you can speak to freely about certain things that you know that you would like to heal so you can be a better person, to self, and of course, to others. Counseling is key. Man, woman, child, single relationship, however, counseling is key. Being able to sit and have someone who can listen to you, who can interpret things that you have overlooked for years someone that's able to read between the lines and pull out exactly what needs to be the primary focus on the route to your healing so you can be successful in being one with your own self. There's nothing more beautiful, in my opinion, right now, there's nothing more beautiful than meeting, greeting a soul that reeks of self-love. Someone that knows where they've been. Someone that understands that everything that they went through is for a reason. And now that they are whole and they understand what to play doesn't take away from who I am. In other words, it builds me, makes me stronger. And all the good and the bad makes me who I am today. And I don't have anything to be ashamed of because I didn't ask for those things to happen for me. I didn't ask for people to push me away. and it's okay because I've learned and I've grown and I don't hate anybody that's too much energy I'm so focused on loving me that I don't even have the energy to hate anybody and as I grow in wisdom I understand that a lot of the things that happened to me a lot of the relationships that I went through or that I had was not in direct reflection of me, but also what these people went through and they didn't know how to express themselves and it projected onto me. Hurt people hurt people, remember? And to break that cycle, we have to heal. That's why I really wanted to do this segment, because I hope that after listening to this, one of the things that propels you the most to find self-love and to understand, to break this cycle, is more important than anything else. certain things that I've been through I can't imagine me doing them to someone else and I say that but if I don't heal or if I didn't start this journey of healing myself I would find myself repeating it not even on purpose to someone else sometimes in you protecting yourself and putting your walls up ends up hurting other people. Just imagine you standing in the middle of a vacant property and all around it are iron fences. And on top of the iron fences, you have barbed wire. And in front of the gates, you have armed men ready to shoot if anyone gets close. Now, in the process of you protecting your property, protecting you, anyone who would try to come close will get hurt. There's nothing wrong with establishing certain things. There's nothing wrong with putting certain things in order. There's nothing wrong with implementing rules and regulations to protect oneself. That's fine. But when you are doing this and it's hurting others, that's when it's a problem. The lack of self-love leads to a heightened Measure of self sabotage. I'm going to repeat that again. Lack of self love leads to a heightened level of self sabotage. When that inner child has healed. And she has cried and she has voiced her pain and she's been heard and through the tears she smiles now because she knows that she's not stifled anymore and she knows that she's loved and it's okay she can move on now when people see her she's glowing asking her why she's so happy Who's making you happy? What's going on with you? Did something change? Yeah, she found herself. She finally became in line, aligned with her purpose. She glows because she knows who she is and what she's worth. And she's not afraid to love she has no room for hate. Now she's free. Allow yourself to be free. After going through all that pain, after going through all that that you've been through in your life. Allow yourself to be free completely from within so you can glow without I love you all I hope you enjoy your day and if it's not the 31st by you whatever day it is I hope you enjoy it make today count smile do something that you love tell yourself you love yourself more often allow you to know how awesome you truly are you're a winner you're a conqueror and you've made it through many of you by yourself and it shows and you were successful now allow your soul to be successful and allow your mind to be at peace And allow love to repair all the broken pieces that's within you speak to that inner boy speak to that inner girl and allow them to be free so you can be free and as promised the next topic is the rise of the phoenix So stay tuned for that one. Um, I will be, of course, as usual, either on my Facebook or my IG. I will be uh, pasting information as far as when that new one is going to come out. It's called The Rise of the Phoenix. And that's going to be, of course, in direct correlation with us finding ourselves finally let you guys go for real this time. <laughs> Enjoy yourself, be happy. You only have this one life, and make it the best. Signing out, Zo.